0: Hello, my name is Gustav Hoyer, and I am a composer. Welcome to the Anachronism Podcast. Welcome to part two of our episode on active listening. In our previous episode, we talked about the uniqueness of the instruments, and in particular, how to slow down and listen to each instrument and hear the conversation that's unfolding between each of them as they play together. Today, we're going to talk about other elements of music. Now that we've cleared the palette and we've listened to the conversation, it's time to pay more attention to the different parts that comprise the music. The first part, perhaps the most obvious, is the melody. The melody is the tune. It's the main character. It's that part of the music that you find yourself humming or whistling for a piece that you like. Something that if it were a vocal piece, a song, would have the words. And so that melody is like the foreground in a painting. It comes forward and it is the subject of the conversation. And each instrument may take a turn, so you may hear that melody coming and going in different guises, and it's like a person or a character in a drama in different moods, in different settings, with different tensions. In the piece that we're listening to, my piece called Inspiration, the opening melody starts in the oboe. So in that clip, you hear the oboe above an undulating current of other instruments. In this case, it's the flute and the clarinet. And they're creating the waves, the motion, the air blowing by. So this piece called Inspiration, the setting is created by those background accompaniment instruments that keep handing off the line and twisting. And the oboe is the tune, it's like the ship being pushed on by the wind. And as you listen to the whole work later, you'll hear that melody come back in different arrangements and just like a character with different moods, different inflections, different outfits, which would be like the accompaniment, almost how you would clothe that character in different costumes. Now, another thing that you'll notice in the piece, when you listen to any music, you might hear the music is up high, really high, or it might be really, really low. That exchanging of instrumentation not only is a function of what kind of instrument. The bassoon in this piece is a big, long tube, and it has a hard time making really, really high sounds, but it's made for those really, really low sounds. Conversely, the flute is a short tube, and it can only really make high sounds. It can't make low sounds. Sometimes you'll hear high and low instruments at the same time. And the mixture of the two makes a whole new kind of sound, like this. In that section, you heard the French horn and the flute together. So instead of the oboe, which is in the middle, you heard the combination of a higher and a lower instrument. Now another element of music that you can listen for is about the relationship between sounds that are occurring at the same time. This is called harmony, and it basically is a set of techniques for how you put different pitches that sound together at the same time in ways that are pleasing. One of the most well-known In fact, it's the centerpiece of Western music, you hear it all the time, it's called the major triad. That sound, that combination of notes all sounding together, it's called a major chord. If you've studied music, you would know about the major chord. And there are other combinations that musicians and composers talk about, but that sense, that cluster of notes all at the same time is what we call harmony and harmony is what helps music move forward so in this next section let's listen to the way the notes sounding together start to push forward and give the music a sense of energy like it's not at rest. in that section that not only are the instruments playing a lot of notes but the color of the notes as they sound together becomes more and more tense more energetic like you're building up pressure that wants to release and it pushes forward until it finally comes back to that opening music and you're in the original key so harmony is a way of impelling the music, of giving it shape and direction, of pushing it forward. And so as the colors of the sound and the pitches, the tones that they're playing, stack and group together, they create a forward energy that keeps pushing next into time, or can give you the sense that you've finally arrived. The right harmonic combination, one after the other, these grouping of notes, are what give it its horizontal motion. That Combined with the last element we're going to talk about, meter and rhythm. And the meter is like the template or the ruler of how you're going to measure time for a piece. What are the big structures? What are the groupings that you want to use? Are they groups of four notes or three notes or even five notes? And that sense of meter correlates to our body. That that one, two, that we have naturally left and right when we walk we alternate one, two, marches are one, two. But things like the waltz are more lilting. It's like there's an extra step, a little bit of a stutter. and They can be graceful or they can be humorous. And so even in odd numbers of beats in that meter, that grouping, give music a different kind of feeling. So the music that we're listening to today uses several different kinds of meters or grouping. The piece that we've been exploring in this series opens with three groups of three notes each. So when you hear the clarinet and the flute start to pass that undulating line between them, that's three groups of three notes each. And it gives it a sort of lilt, or a flowing character, like breeze, like the wind, inspiration. But the act of inspiration creatively always has to come into reality. That flash of excitement and enthusiasm and insight needs to give way to the doing and the making in the real world. In this piece, that's depicted by a change from three groups of three notes to five groupings of three notes, or it goes from nine, eight to fifteen, eight. And that change, to five groups of three gives it an unbalanced lilt. It takes that swimming, flowing sound from the opening and it gives it more of a frustrated and meticulous, a, a, a meter that denotes the process of bringing inspiration into reality. And so now let's take a listen to the sound of five instead of three. So if you compare that section with the opening section, you can hear that that five section sounds a little less symmetrical, a little less regular. And so that's another thing you can listen for. As you put together the different components of a piece, You can listen for these elements, listen for the melody, that main character. Pay attention to the costume that character comes in, and that would be like the accompaniment. What are their instruments, and what are they doing around that main character? Listen for the register. Is it high or is it low? Is it a conversation between the two? You can listen for the harmony, how when the pitches sound at the same time together, they push the music forward, or they give it a sense of rest and calm. And finally, listen for how the music is grouped together. Does it feel more like it's even in groups of two, or more irregular in odd groups like three, five, or even seven? These anchor points will become more obvious the more you practice. And as you first listen to music, as we said, listen for what the people are doing, listen for the players, listen for the experience as a whole. But when you go back through, you can start to listen for these details. And it's like coming close to a fine painting and seeing the brush strokes and seeing how the artist put the whole of the experience, the whole impression together. And you start to pay attention to these details. It will reward you. It's like peeling back the surface layer and plunging your hand into the deep waters underneath and feeling all the layers and parts. And so with that, we'll bring to a close our second of this series on active listening and some techniques and things to listen for and the next time we gather we're going to talk about the big structure so we've listened to the parts the building blocks in this episode and the next one we will listen to how they fit together and make a much larger structure that can take many minutes to unfold and how can you learn to listen for when these sections start they help create contrast and drive a much bigger story forward so join me next time for part 3 of our active listening. If you'd like to connect digitally, you can visit my website at gustavhoyer.com or find me on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for joining.